again in the song club getting our song club on I think that's the way the kids say it but I really don't know what the kids are saying because I don't talk to the kids or anyone really I just do shows, I make music hang out with my fam hang out with a few friends every once in a while but that's about it and uh, just listen to the cars just listen to the cars drive by as they are wont to do here in the uh, city where I live the big city anyways hope you guys are doing well welcome I want to say thanks to all my Patreon support crew which is you if you're listening probably and if you're not and you want to get your grubby little finglets on these songs that I'm presenting today in the song club it's real easy just go to patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com backslash bob schneider if you don't know how to spell it you're not alone there are other people that don't know how to spell schneider one of the most popular names in Germany, but I don't know how to spell Johnson. I mean, maybe I do, maybe I don't. But I wouldn't bet my life on it. If somebody said, if you can spell Johnson correctly, we'll give you $100,000. But if you spell it incorrectly, you will lose your life. I'd be like, sorry. Can we change the word to Franklin? Because I'm real good spelling the word Franklin. But Johnson? Mm-mm. Not, I'm not going to bet my life on it. Jones? No sweat. Now, might I slip a Z in there at the end just to be kind of, I don't know, rock and roll? Yeah, would I be killing myself by doing that? Yeah, it would be for sure. They'd be like, well, you're dead now because you spelled Jones with a Z. And I'd be like, well, I was just trying to be like, you know, funny. I was trying to be rock and roll. And they'd be like, and then be me falling to the ground after being hit with three silencer bullets. Man, it's loud in this cafeteria. That's why I like it put my noise-canceling headphones on. That should cover it. Yeah. So anyways, if you don't know how to spell Schneider, there are, you know, there's Snyder. But that's the wrong way to spell it. I don't know how Snyder came into being, but it's wrong. Sorry, Todd. If you're listening, your last name's spelled wrong. Change it to the correct spelling, Schneider. The German way. Or change it to the American, which is Taylor. But don't don't use the Snyder. And some people spell that Snyder with a Y and some people spell it with an I. They're both wrong. I know they're probably in two different camps going, the, the I is right or the Y is right. And I'm over here in the right camp going, hey, hey, change the spelling. Both y'all are wrong. Now, are there thousands, ten thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of name camps where people have spelled their name differently or correctly in the world? Yes. It's one of the greatest battles that's ever taken place in the world name battles but the good news is for me at least I'm right and everybody else who spells their name differently than mine 
and calls themselves any of the Schneiders, Snyders, Schmiders. They're wrong. Now, did I think about changing my name when I got into the rock and roll game early on? You know I did. Because I was like, I don't know about Schneider. It's not very rock and roll. But here's the thing. When I got into the rock and roll game, I wasn't in Bob Schneider like I am now. I was in, what was my first band? Oh, The Warriors. Man, what a good name for a band. The Warriors. It sounds so exciting. I'm sure people, when they heard that, were like, oh, I'm scared to go. I'm scared to go see that show. Are you going to see the Warriors? Um, I don't think so. Sounds scary. That was in, what grade was that? Eighth grade? Ninth grade? Tenth grade. I think it was tenth grade. (laughs) I think I was in a band called the Warriors, actually in tenth grade. Now, was Justin Bieber breaking the internet when he was in 10th grade i think so was mac miller destroying what was left of the world wide web when he was that age yeah meanwhile i was in a band called the warriors now was i the lead singer in the warriors no i was the upright piano player in a band called the warriors I played the upright piano. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever traveled from place to place. But if you have, I don't know if you've ever been to an REI. Let's say you've been to, like, you go to REI or... The other place that sells sporting goods. Here's what you won't find in either REI or the other place. An upright piano section in the sporting goods store. Because upright pianos don't travel well. They heavy. They hard to lift and then once lifted, hard to move. So anyways, that's what I played in the band because I didn't have any other things to play. I didn't have a keyboard, which is what you'll find. If you go see a band nowadays and if they play keyboards, unless they're Coldplay. Now Coldplay, they got an upright piano, but it's not an upright piano, by the way. By the way, If you went to go see Coldplay and you're like, oh, I saw him playing upright piano. Guess what you saw him playing? A keyboard that was sitting in an upright piano shell. Because because what they're doing is it's called magic. And they're fooling you into believing that he's actually playing an upright piano. when When in fact, he's just playing a keyboard. Now, your boy, B... Schnei, schnei, schno, schneeschneis. I was playing the real thing. I was playing the upright piano. 2,000 pounds at least. Anyways, that's the band. It was me on piano, another guy on drums. It was so long ago. I don't know. That might have been it. Piano and drums. But there might have been a guitar player there might have been a bass player i don't know we played one gig it was a dance and nobody liked the fact that we were playing we played a few songs and then people were like please quit so that we can dance so that we can put on the music and dance so we as a as a rock star In my first official band, I got off to a rocky start. Now, had I been performing for years already? Yes. Was I on stage when I was four? Is there a picture of me on stage with a guitar wearing a raggedy Andy costume? Of course there is. Because 
I was performing in front of people from the time I was four. So even though that was my first official gig as a band, I'd been a solo superstar for a long time. So it was uncomfortable playing that gig. I did not enjoy it. It was the only time I've ever played upright piano in a band. After that, I retired at the upright piano gig and moved to other instruments that were easier to carry carry and move. So that was my first band, The Warriors. And then the next band I was in was called Bitter Lemon. Now, why was it called Bitter Lemon? Besides the fact that that's fucking an amazing name for a band. Well, it was called Bitter Lemon because um, where we rehearsed on top of one of the uh, storage shed closets was an old empty bottle of Bitter Lemon. And I looked up and I saw it, much like Sir Galahad or Sir Lancelot or any of the other knights of the round table when they went on their mythic quest for said Holy Grail, looked up and saw the chalice of the Lord in their muck and sweat-encrusted visage and knew it was a sign that their lives had been heading in the right direction and that they had finally discovered what they'd searched for their entire lives, risking all. I looked up and saw Bitter Lemon and I said, let's call the band Bitter Lemon, and we both laughed. Now, who's the band? Me on guitar and, and vocal and my friend Jeff Linderman on the drums. Now, you, some of you might be listening to this going, but Bobby, I thought the White Stripes invented that. And then the Black Keys copied the White Stripes. Yeah. And again, dear fucking listener if I may refer to you as that or dear kind but erroneous listener once again you would be in the error column with that assumption because the first band to bring that fucking guitar drummer duo heat was a band out of Northern Germany called Bitterlemon. I'm going to say it because we were in Germany at the time. I'm going to use a German accent to describe this next part of the podcast. No, I'm not because it's not very good. Anyways, yeah, that was my band, Bitterlemon. Now, was I, I don't know, seven when I was in that band? No. I was actually 16 going on 17. Kind of like that sound of music dude that turns into a Nazi. Except I didn't turn into a Nazi. I just turned into the local hero of the high school that I was in. Because what happened was we played a talent show and me and your boy Jeff Linderman wrote some songs about some of the kids in the school. And then we blew up that talent show. Now, I should have probably done that talent show right when I got to school the year before and I wouldn't have been an invisible uh, bully bait POS. Because after that show, your boy Busy Schnez was the high roller at Ulsterholt Scharmbeck American High School in Ulsterholtz 
Germani. So yeah, so that was my next band, Bitter Lemon. So we got Warriors, a fantastic name. Bitter Lemon, equally as good. And then was in a band and then <laughs> moved to the States and was going to UTEP and got in a band with the Selim, with the with the Nirala brothers, Salim and Ferris Nirala. And once again was a keyboard player in that band, not the songwriter or the main singer, but the keyboard player. Now this time I actually had a keyboard. Was it a super shitty Yamaha PRS keyboard? Yes. But it's what I had, so it's what I played. And that band was called The Crying Dimes. Again, how is your boy batting 100% three for three? His ERA is 100%, whatever that is, whatever the numbers are. I think it's 100 when the greatest rock and rollers of all time, I think their batting average for names of bands is probably like 232. Ghost Rose, by the way. Anyways. Yeah, so Crying Dimes. And then at some point, even though I was in the middle of getting a, a fine arts degree, which of all the degrees that you can get in college is the most useless. Nobody cares. Unless you want to become a professor and basically end your life early by becoming a professor of art at the college level. It's the most useless degree. But while I was earning that degree, or not earning it because I never got the degree because didn't go to school very often. And when I did, I was usually drinking. But yeah, so I was playing in that band. And then I heard about Austin. I was like, I'm going to move to Austin and start the song club. And here we are. So now you're up to date. And we're all good. And uh, let's get into it. This is the song club. Let's listen to some songs. Now... I've written a lot of songs, a lot of songs that sound like songs, and that's cool. But I'm now I'm starting to get to the point now where I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get off the path that all the songwriters have been on. They've been on it. I'm going to go off the path. And so I'm going to start doing it. And you're going to come with me. Or, if you don't want to come with me, you can find your way back home. But it's dark. And good luck. So, this first one's definitely off the beaten path. It's called Wu-Tang. Is it Wu-Tang or Wu-Tang? I think it's Wu-Tang. Spelled Wu-Tang. But sometimes I'll say Wu-Tang. Because it just feels right. You know, sometimes... You want to take your shirt off at a cafeteria. Not because anybody else is doing it, just because it feels right. So this first song is called Wu-Tang, An American Saga. Let's listen to it and we'll see what's going on with your boy and with the new, with the new style. One and two and three and one. The new style. Yeah, already I'm digging this. I was watching Wu Tang, the American saga on Hulu, and I was wondering, man, how much of this shit is made up and how much of it's true? Because if it's true, then they're basically admitting or confessing to some major crimes. 
attempted murder, drug trafficking, uh, buying and selling weapons. I mean, I must assume that it's fabricated. Or their lawyer must be saying something like, well, you can say it's fabricated even if it's true, but if it was true, I feel, I do feel like they're probably, I don't know, they probably would have put it in the movie. But other than that, how you doing? Yeah, how you doing? Other than that. How you doing? Yeah, other than that. How you doing? Other than that. How you doing? Other than that. How you doing? How you doing? Other than that. How you doing? Oh, shit. It almost feels like uh, I have basically uh, made a song. I should have called that song Song Club number 58. Because it's basically the Song Club podcast set to a beat. You're welcome. I don't know. It's so good. It's hard to even really put it in a category. I guess if there's a category, if there was a category in the Grammys called just best song that we like the most category, then that's that's the one I would submit that for. But there isn't. They have to make sure everything's like, oh, mm, you know, mm, we got to fit it into the box. We got to box this shit up. And that's what they do, and that's fine. And so if you've won some Grammys, just know that you, that, you know, it's like, it's like going to school and wearing a, a, a tie. It's like going to school and wearing a tie. So if you've won any awards, I like the way you've put your tie on because your boy don't wear a tie. Well, I did. For years, I wore a tie in a band called The Scabs. Another great name for another great band. And yes, every time I would hit the stage with the scabs, I was wearing a tie and so was everybody else. It was mandatory. But it was a different time. It was called the 90s. And in the 90s, wearing a tie and a suit was kind of cool for a second. And we were part of that. We were part of that, being cool. And I guess I still am. I think once you are a part of being cool, you just kind of always are. Unless, you know, being cool is something terrible. And then you're definitely not cool. And there has been some of that throughout history, you know. I'm sure the people that were, like, killing and torturing people during the Spanish Inquisition, like, you know, Cardinal you know, Bing Bing or whatever the guy's name was. It was the Cardinal in 1628. Like that guy probably thought he was cool because he was just raping and killing people. He had all the power and stuff. And he was like, oh, I'm raping and killing everybody. I'm cool. And everybody was like, yeah, you're cool because they didn't want to get raped and killed by him. But now we think of Cardinal Bing Bing and we go... Like I wasn't cool, like I was a monster. Now, 400 years from now, are they going to listen to the Bob Schneider Song Club and go, oh, that guy was a monster? No, 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 no. No, they'll, the opposite will be like, oh, that's the revered and exalted Bob Schneider. Mostly ignored during his life, but after, after he left his indelible mark upon the earth much like king kong godzilla or any of the other large japanese biopeds much at, much long after when there's dust and dirt and rain settled into those massive indentations that he put upon the planet only then was he recognized throughout the world for the greatness. But you guys, you guys know this. I'm preaching to the choir. You guys know what's going on. That's why you're here. 
That's why you're at the song club. You don't need to be told. You don't, you're not wearing a suit and tie. You're not wearing a pair of fucking beige camos. Uh, unless you're in the military and you have to, but if you're not that, you're just, you know what I mean? You're, you're on your own path. And by own path, I mean my path, which is my path, but that's fine. But we're here. Let's listen to another song. Here's another new one from this month. Now, does it break the songwriting mold the way Wu-Tang Clang, an American saga did? Did it rewrite the songbook? Did it really just destroy it? Did it burn it to the, did it burn the house of song to the ground so that it could be rebuilt brick by brick by me and maybe three other people? No. Is it a great song though? Yeah. It's so good. Anyways, it's about being in a relationship for a long time, maybe, and maybe some of the sparks gone out of the relationship. Let's check it out. It's called Haven't Thought About Dancing. All right, already. Haven't thought about dancing. Not for a while. Be nice to see you smile. Oh, shit, is this Bonnever? Across the floor with your eyes no, on me. Because you can hear what I'm saying. Looking so lovely. Looking so in love. The way you used to be. Oh, yeah. Podcast shake. But it seems like that's something that we don't do hardly anymore. Spending time looking into each other's eyes. Oh, baby, damn. feeling it when i was writing that song which is nice it's cool to like feel stuff i think you know every once in a while i mean i don't like to do it very often but every once in a while i like to feel something but not for very long and not very often and when it happens it's interesting it's like oh what's that oh that's an emotion oh i've heard about this oh i don't like it how can i get away from it oh Write a song, watch TV, eat, play solitaire, call somebody, do anything, anything in the world except sit there and feel what you're feeling. Because for some reason I've decided, I don't know, I'm scared of, I'm scared of it. Maybe it's like heights, you know, what's to be afraid of? You're standing on a you're standing on a perfectly good rock ledge 3,000 feet above a beautiful expanse of green and brown called the landscape. Now, granted, if you move an inch in either direction, you will fall to your death. But right now, you're fine. You're enjoying the view. You're comfortably sat or st- stood upon an outcrop of a rock, you're fine. All you've got to do is climb up three or 400 feet and you'll be at the top or climb down 3,000 feet and you'll be at the bottom. But right now you're fine. What's to, what's to fear? 
So, yeah, what's to fear? It's all in your head. Um, another new song that I wrote this this month is called The Face of Jesus. Now, it's, actually it's called Face of the Jesus, not The Face of Jesus. I, I should try to get that correct because it's truly important. But yeah, I wrote a song called Face of the Jesus. I wrote it with uh, a friend of mine, Max Frost, who's a friend of the podcast. He listens all the time. In fact, he'll he'll enjoy hearing his name on this podcast. It will fill him with glee. I mean, oh, finally, after all this, all these years and and hours of listening, my, Bob Schneider has finally mentioned my name on this podcast, and uh, he'll be. He'll be over the moon about that, I, you know, which is good. I'm glad. I, I feel, I mean, I feel, I don't know, mildly enthusiastic that he will be over the moon with getting this in glee. Um, so, yeah, so he came over and... He immediately started writing like almost like hit songs like he was just like like an elf but bit you know much bigger than an elf he's not elf size he's i think he's bigger than me and he just started you know tink 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 hammering out these hit songs and i was like oh, i'm not feeling it it's too much to look a hit and then he oh, let's try this one and tink 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 hammering away how about that? He's like, ooh, I'm feeling it, I'm feeling it. I'm like, uh, sounds like a hit or something. I don't know. I'm not feeling it. And then I started playing drums and I started chanting uh, the chorus, Face of the Jesus, in the velvet light, and enjoying that because it felt weird and funny. And I like weird and funny. And so I was like, let's, so we recorded that and then he left immediately because I got excited and he was like, this is not a hit. Nobody's going to like this song. Why am I here? Why am I hanging out with this old freakish fat fuck? And he left. He, I mean, he was gone. Like once we recorded the face of the Jesus part, he was so fucking gone. He was like, I almost felt like we, it was like I was, we were making like Tenet, the, the reality show series where you're going back in time. I'm like, was he even here? Did he even come to my house and help and co-write a song? Cause he's gone. Dude, he was so gone. Now have I seen him again? No. Will I ever see him again? Probably not. Has he blocked me on Instagram and his phone? Probably. Do I have this really amazing song called Face of the Jesus now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. So it's all good. You know, sometimes you have to lose a friendship to write a good song. Because here's what I'm not doing. I'm not doing... I told you at the beginning of the podcast, I'm off the, I'm off the beaten path. The path where you like hang out with Taylor Swift and co-ride and make millions of dollars and everybody loves you. I'm not on that path. That path where me and Max write that new banger that's on uh, Total Request back in the 90s on MTV. No. We're in the woods and we're coming across collections of bones that are made into like macrame hanging objects and we're like what culture created this macabre sculpture and are we in danger right now because we're in a place nobody's ever been now that's where i like to go and that's where we are and that's where we ended up so thanks max for coming out i appreciated our friendship while it lasted and I hope, I hope I do get to see you again. I mean, I'll see you because I, I follow you on Instagram. So I'll be keeping tabs on you for sure, bruh. 
yo, bro, I know where you are. I know where you live. Because you're doing the mistake that all the amateurs make. You're tagging your Instagram posts with geographic information. I know where you are. I know where you sleep. Oh, yeah. All right, let's listen to this song that we wrote. Well, did we write? I mean, he was in the room. He was here. Let's check it out. That's not the right song. Oh, yeah. The other part of the story that I didn't tell you was, I said, I have an idea of a song that starts with me saying pizza, pizza, pizza. That's Max doing his patented mouth trumpet. And also said, I was like, hey, man, do your mouth trumpet thing. So he did. It's great. Yeah, even I was saying, yeah. So. I kicked King Kong's ass with dice with the demon. I threw the pool across the yard, I'm making semen. Whoa. Took my teeth out to meet ya. Whoa. I hope you guess my name, it's Teacher. Whoa. I took a look at the sun and burned my tongue. I keep getting older, but I'm so damn young. Spit out the fire that was burning all the ladies. Now I'm going around the country making babies. I wish I knew you better, but I really can't say. That song alone, just that song alone, I feel like is worth the price of admission. What a great tune. Anyways, that's my co-write this month with Max. We'll be doing one every month, but we have to travel back into, into the past to do it because, like I said, he's probably never coming back here, Which, and I don't blame him. I get it. I get it. He doesn't want to waste time. He's a young man, but he still doesn't want to waste any precious time writing weird shit like that but your boy does uh my favorite line <laughs> my favorite line is the one i hope you guessed my name it's teacher that's a good line and i mean if you if you're listening to the podcast you you know you you guessed my name a while ago it's teacher t-e-a-c-h a. Anyways, uh, yeah. I hope you guessed my name. It's Ticha. And um, that's good. It's good to have a teacher every once in a while. Now, is my streaming bitrate going down the shithole right now on YouTube? It is. Is it starting to get a little bit? Blinky, blown blinky. Yeah, it is. Why? Unknown. I think it's the computer, though. Because my computer's been acting. I'm not saying my computer's ready for rehab. But it's close. It's got some problems. 
Do I think that my computer's problems are going to get better over time? I doubt it. Am I going to eventually have to get a new computer? Because your boy doesn't have stuff repaired? Dude, I ain't repairing. What am I going to take my computer to a rep- Do they even have such a thing? Dude, when I found out there was shoe repair places, I'm like, is this... Are we in living in Tombstone? Because when my shoes are ready to be repaired, they're going in the thing called the trash. Now, did I pay $450 for these shoes? Yeah. But am I going to walk them down to a shoe repair place? Like it's the Old West? No. They're going in the trash, and your boy... Yeah, daddy, big papa schnei he going down to Dick's and buying some new shoes. Or wherever I buy shoes, but it's lately it's been Dick's. Uh, occasionally, I say occasionally, but literally years ago and in another life when I was a younger man, I used to go buy clothes and shoes and shit. Uh, my favorite place was a little place called the old Nordstrom's Rack. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't even know that place exists anymore. It's been so long since I've been there. But yeah, I would go there and buy the shoes that other people just refused to buy. They're like, hey, here are all the shoes that nobody wanted. And we'll give them to you for 15% off. Oh, Cool. Could I have just gone on the Nordstrom's and bought the shoes that people did want to buy? Yeah. But here's the problem with that. Too many people at the mall. And I again, you walk into the mall and people are like, mm, can I help you? Yeah, you could help me by leaving me the fuck alone. That's how you could really help me. Guess what they don't do at Nordstrom's Rack? Ask if they can help you. I don't even know if anybody works there. I mean, there's obviously somebody at the cashier. They don't let you just walk out with clothes. So there's definitely somebody there. I mean, and they're probably watching you from a camera. Somebody's probably in a back room jacking off watching you. Try on your shit. But... Nobody's coming up and going, hey, can I help you into your undies, Mr. Fundies? They're leaving you the fuck alone at Nordstrom's Rack. Oh, the other place I used to call is Neiman Marcus's last call, but that can't, that can't be around. If that's still around, I'd be shocked. Like... If I saw a Neiman Marcus last call, it, I'd have the same reaction as if I saw a standalone A&W. Now, there's Long John Silver's slash A&W's, but those don't really count. The, I, I'm talking about an A&W drive, drive-in, like a Sonic, but A&W. If I saw that, I'd be like, oh, shit. I think I slipped into some sort of Netflix series where I'm back in time and didn't really even realize it. Who knows? Anyways, let's listen to one more brand new song. I'm just playing all brand new songs because I wrote a bunch this this month. This is called I Think She's Gonna Make It. Now, I don't even know what's going on here with this song. I wrote it and I like it. But it's definitely one of those songs where I'm like, is this good? I mean, that must be how Bonnevere always feels. Because he's like, this is pure shit. Are people gonna are people gonna buy it? And they do, and he must just be like, I can't believe it. I can't I can't believe people are eating this fecal pie that I'm I'm just like making pie after pie just loaded with cow poop. 
and people are eating it up and they're like, mm, more of this, more stacked vocals through the vocoder. Play that chord on the keyboard and sing the nonsense that you sing, big boy. Dude, if Boniver is a friend of the podcast, he's probably crying right now. He's like, why doesn't Bobby like my song? He doesn't give a fuck, dude. He's taking that money and he's wrapping his fucking naked, sweaty dick in it. Dude, if you look at Boniver's dick, there's just it's just wrapped in $100 freshly minted bills. And then chicks are like, what's up with your dick? And he's like, like with the fucking bow cutter. And they're like, I'm not, you can't wrap your flaccid dick in a bunch of hundred dollar bills and expect to do anything with me with it. And he's like, and then they just like, bye-bye. But then they also like are peeling a couple hundies off that dick before they leave. All right, well, let's check this song out and see if we like it. Okay, let's try that. See what happens. All right, already. Already we got the fucking whistle from Ireland, so that's as good as it gets. I think she's gonna make it. It's alright. It's alright now. I think she's gonna get there. It's alright. It's alright now. I think she finally coming. It's alright. It's alright now. I think she's gonna make it. It's alright. It's alright now. I like it. The birds in the sky. I don't know what accent it is, but it's definitely borderline. The world is on fire. Definitely borderline. It doesn't matter to me. Cancelable. Almost cancelable. I think she's gonna make it. It's alright. It's alright now. Yeah. I think she's gonna get there. It's alright. It's alright now. I think she finally coming, it's alright, it's alright now I think she gonna make it, it's alright, it's alright now It's kind of got that 70s yacht rock vibe, which, you know, your boy loves Your boy loves that Yeah, not bad, I like it, I'm gonna give that song an A+. I think she's gonna make it I was going to make it more, I will say this about that song. Uh, when I first started writing it, I was like, I was gonna, the song was supposed to be about like uh, a woman orgasming or reaching orgasm. So, and it's tucked in there where I say, uh, I think she's finally coming, but I tucked it because after a while I was like, eh, I don't want this to be just a straight up sex joke song. Because those get old. Hold on, I gotta get this fax. Those get a little old after a while, I think. Those kind of songs. Man, we're just fucking burning up the burning up the hour. The song club hour. So let's let's listen to another song because I've got fuck, I got like four more songs, and we've only got about ten minutes left. Alright, let's listen to another one. This is called Tell Them What They Won. Now this is more of your traditional songwriting. And I think I will say this. I wrote this at the beginning of the month and I was still on that songwriter path that all the songwriters in the world are on. It's before I stepped off and went off the path and ended up, you know, Wu-Tang, an American saga. So this is when I'm still on the path. And this is maybe one of the reasons why after I wrote this song, I was like, you know what? I'm getting off this path. Let's, let's listen to it and see even though it's on the path that a lot of songwriters are on, 
it can still be good. I mean, Bob Dylan wrote Blown in the Wind on this path. Let's see if it's on par with that song. Man, more of the pipes from Ireland. I may become... She used to get up on the table, pull her pants down to the floor. James McMurtry. She used to do a lot of things like that. She doesn't do it anymore. Dude, I'm doing like a James so McMurtry impression. Now. It's hard to be okay. That's the thing I knew you. That was long before today. I don't worry about tomorrow. It ain't ever gonna come. Yeah, I learned a couple things since then. Jack, tell me what you want. Dude. If I don't sound exactly like James McMurtry, I don't know who I sound like. You want to be a fireman, but I never find a fire. The moon in the mountains, get a little higher. Bought a cabin in the woods, cause light hide himself away. Never saw him again, though. I guess doing okay. By okay, I mean, well, there's nowhere left to run. There ain't a bad place to be. Jack, tell him what he's won. Tell him what he won. Oh, man. Man, that's showcasing some really severely good uh, harmonica work there. Uh, Nicely done, me, for playing harmonica that well. Without even any lessons or, or learning, really. Just doing. Which I think is the best way to learn anything, to tell you the truth. That's the way I learned how to become such a confident and exciting lover. I didn't... Ah, that's not true. I did read a book called The Joy of Sex. Now, was I masturbating most of the time? Occasionally. It was hard to get through it. Because they had pictures. And when you're young and you see a picture, it's like, "Mm, might be time to take a break from the reading. But yeah, I guess I did read, and I, I did read the Karma Sutra. Your boy read it, and I didn't read much of it. When I say read it, I mean I glanced at it. I might have looked at the, I might have thumbed through it at the bookstore. I definitely didn't read it cover to cover. Because, what am I, a scholar? Yeah, I am. But the Kama Sutra, come on. I'm not gonna, what am I gonna read? Jeff Tweedy's book, How to Write One Song. No, I'm going to read like the first, I don't know, a couple pages. It's pretty good. That guy's smart. He's so smart. Uh, I wish I was smarter. If I was smarter, I'd probably be more successful. If I was smarter, I could figure out all the things that I do that are pretty much self-sabotaging. But I'm not. So what am I going to let it stop me? No. Your boy gonna keep going. Your boy gonna keep doing. Your boy gonna keep calling himself your boy. Which I should have stopped doing five podcasts ago. So those are all the new songs from this month. uh, So then I was looking through the old songs that I have not put out in the song club. These are songs that I've written over the last 20 years. And they're on my computer. And I'm always amazed when I find songs that I haven't put out yet because I've put out a lot of songs 400 songs something like that a a lot of songs it's whatever 56 times 8 is I think that's around 4 or 500 songs have been in the song club which is a lot but your boy's written a lot of songs so anyways I found this uh, song called Mental Problems which I used to do all the time and I like the song and I was shocked I hadn't put it out. But I haven't. And so here it is. It's in the song club. Now, I don't do this song anymore because I saw a movie called, I don't know what it was called, but it was the documentary where they interviewed the guys who Michael Jackson molested when they were kids. And I, I would joke in this song, Mental Problems, about Michael Jackson. And uh, it was funny when it was, you know, he was dead, but... You know, he'd been brought up on child molestation charges, but it was never proven. And so it was kind of like, well, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But now that I know he did, it's not funny anymore. But I don't think it's in this original song. I don't think the Michael Jackson line's in this song. I think it's only in the live version. So this is like the original version where there was no Michael Jackson. Let's check it out. One, two, three, four. Oh, listen to that. 
That's fucking punk rock, boy. Elvis Presley, Elvis Presley, real good singer. Elvis singer, big sideburn, big sideburn. Real rock, got ringer, a rock ringer. Like cheeseburger, cheeseburger, peanut butter, peanut butter. He wore the rhinestone, rhinestone. Became a deputy, carried a gun, pulled the rider. Yeah, mental problems. <laughs> they got some mental problems. Uh, that's a fun song. I like that one because it's funny to me. It might not be funny to everybody, but it's funny to me. Uh, I did see uh, Daryl Hannah one time in L.A. She was eating at a vegan restaurant, and she was skinny, and she was old. She was skinny, and she was old. And I was like, is that Daryl Hannah or is that the dude that played the wizard that Gandalf fought in the tower? Sauron or whatever his name was. Because I was like, that chick is old and skinny. She had that long hair like that dude. Anyways, would I? did I still want to meet her? Yeah. Would I still want to become friends with her? Yeah. Like Neil Young did. Neil Young, I think they're just, are they still together? I gotta look that up. I hope so. I hope they're together and I hope they're enjoying each other's company. I love Daryl Hannah and I love Neil Young. I really love both of them. So I hope they are together and I hope they're happy. And I hope that because Neil Young is as old as any man that's living on the earth, he'll look at her and think of her as a young not so skinny person he'll look at her and she'll look like she used to look like in blade runner or, or splash and then she'll with her thin 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 eyes she'll look at him and she'll think of him as the guy who wrote heart of gold and then they can both kind of imagine that the other person is the person that they fell in love with and not the person that they are right now. I hope that's true for both their sakes and for the world's sakes. And in case I ever reincarnate and become either one of them and, and end up living that life of either Daryl Hannah or Neil Young so that I can have a good experience um, and not one of horror and, um, and uh, terror. All right, um... This is a song called Moment of Darkness. It is a blues song. So I'm not going to... I've only got two more songs. This is a song. It's called Moment of Darkness. Let's listen to it. It's a blues song, though. Okay? It's a blues song. So I'm just letting you know what it is before... Because I don't want it to start and you go, Oh, it's a blues song. It's blues. I know. I know. Everybody hates blues. I get it. I get why you hate the blues. Everybody hates the blues. But it's a blues song, and I wrote it, so you know it's good. Let's check it out. Oh, listen to this. Oh, this is not me. This is Michael Benjamin Lerner. I didn't write this song. All right, I got to turn that off because the algorithms on... Spotify will tell somebody that, oh, 
Uh, Bob Schneider did not write this song. All right, let's check it out. Here it is, Moment of Darkness. Let's see if it... Yeah, this is it right here. I know you're like, that's not a blues song. I call song. my mama slave and like, oh, yeah. in a moment of darkness. This is definitely in a blues moment song. Of darkness. I call my mama a slave. What? I didn't know how to behave in that moment of darkness, in that moment of darkness. Jesus, what's going on? This was written a while ago. Oh, I tried to be brave in that moment of darkness. Eight years old, in that different moment time. Of darkness. Oh, but I couldn't be brave in that moment of darkness, in that moment of darkness. But now the light is shining in the future so sunny. And I'm singing in the choir, and it's like I'm made out of money. I couldn't get any higher. Couldn't get any higher. Couldn't get any higher. Couldn't get any higher if I tried. Oh Lord, I've been trying. Beatboxing like a motherfucker on this. Oh, I've been trying. Oh, night. I kept my chances at happiness right down the middle in a moment of darkness. Anyways, you get the idea. You don't really need to listen to a uh you don't really need to listen to a blues song for very long to understand what the song is and what's going on. I mean, that's the good thing about the blues. It's like looking at a rock or something. Like you look at it and you go, "Okay, that's a rock. I got it. It's a rock." And uh you know, so but some rocks are pretty. Uh some rocks are shiny, some rocks are not shiny because they haven't been in a stream for a thousand years. And, but they're rocks. And, and you look at them and, and uh, sometimes you'll sp- literally spend like more than, if it's like the most amazing rock you've ever seen in, in the world, you might, you know, you might spend 30, 30 to 33 seconds looking at it. But that's about it. Then you're going to, oh, what, uh, oh, there's another rock over here. Okay, okay. I get it. There's a bunch of rocks here. Okay, but I got to go now because I've seen that and uh, we're good. Anyways, speaking of rocks, uh, that's it. We're, we're done. It was an hour and it came and it went so terrifically fast. It's hard to believe that it came and went so quickly. But it's, 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 uh, once again, it was a joy hanging out with you here on Bob Schneider's Song Club. I named it after myself. How about that? Anyways, if you want to download or have uh, have the link to download all these songs that you heard on the Song Club, it's easy. Just go to patreon.com backslash Bob Schneider and sign up today. It's real cheap to do it. Unless you're a baller and you want to, fuck, if you want to just spend some extra money because you're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm spending more money because... I love what you do, and that's cool, too, if you want to do that. But if you want to spend the min, that's fine. But it's cooler if you spend the max, which there's no max. Uh, But you get all these songs, and you also get access to my live streams, which happen every Tuesday online, and uh, some other little things like um, something really cool, actually, that's coming up very shortly here in the next week or two. Uh, It'll come up this month, the month of... November 2021, if you're listening in the present and not in the future. But yeah, there's a really cool thing coming up if you're on Patreon uh, this month. So anyways, you are probably already. So I'm talking to the converted. So the last song for the song club, the one that will take us out of here is a song called Mr. T. This is another song that's pretty old. How old? Who knows? All songs before 2013 are all grouped together because I think I must have gotten a new computer or something around that time and so all the dates are uh, 2013 but I probably wrote it before that but who knows anyways it's called Mr. T I was a big fan of Mr. T still am had to look up recently if he was still alive and he is still alive and he's not that much older than me actually which is weird he's like 10 years older than me 
which doesn't, it seems like he should be 40 years older than me, but he's not. He was real young, I guess, when he became famous. All right, or maybe I was older than I thought when I liked him. Anyways, here it is. Mr. T, thanks for joining me. Hope to see, hope you guys have a wonderful month, and we'll see you uh, next month here on the Song Club. Maybe. If you're like Max Ross, maybe not. Okay. Sunshine coming down on the ground All around me this day feels like money And I'm on teeth smiling Haircut, buck wilding, fear cut And I'm trying to get to you Cause you make me feel like Mr. T Like I could do anything at all the stars have a shadow you so my final makes me wonder how you got to be so bad make it look so easy knock it down the drinks on the table walk around like a soul unstable even though blind man won't be able to see the effect that you have on me you make me feel like mr t, t. like i could